I'm Ron. And I'm Brianna. And, and we're, we're Queer, Queer in the, the Valley. Valley. A podcast brought to you by the Chippewa Valley LGBTQ plus Community Center, where we talk about current issues, pop culture, and all things pertaining to being LGBTQ in the Chippewa Valley. This episode, we're, we're going to talk Christmas and the holidays. So we have, Brianna and I will be talking about our favorite holiday memories. We have a very merry Golden Girls episode and a farewell to one of the two hosts. So stay tuned. Hi, Brianna. Hey, Ron. Oh, so I can't believe we've made it to the holiday season. Yeah, it's officially the holiday season. The elections are over. Uh, we had a really warm uh, week last week, but now we're back to actual Wisconsin weather. We had a warm week, but we also had a seven and a half inch snowfall three weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah. of course, it's Wisconsin. But, um, I mean, 2020 has just been a long, horrible year. And thankfully, we're now too close to the end for the holidays. And then, thank God, 2021 will be upon us. Yes. And a new a new era, hopefully. And um, as we heard a couple of days ago, hopefully a COVID vaccine. Yes. Um, since they're working on that with Pfizer. It's going to take a bit, but I think um, we're hopeful that by summer. Yeah, I'm hoping June we can have Pride Fest in yes. the park. Yes, uh, that would be nice. I mean, well, uh, it, it's still... We're still not sure what's going to happen, but that's that's the hope is hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be back to normal, at least semi-normal by summer. Yes. Um, and speaking, you mentioned the election. We had an incredible bunch of LGBTQ candidates and the many who won, which is incredible. Yeah, I mean, you could say there really was a rainbow wave um, across the country with LGBTQ candidates. Of course... Um, this year, we've seen more LGBTQ candidates, trans candidates, non-binary candidates than ever before. Um, and a lot of them did really well in parts of the country that you don't expect to do really well. And it's been, it was really great to see. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, Sarah McBride was a, a big winner, the first uh, trans state senator. Is yep. that correct? Yep. So she's the mm-hmm. first transgender state senator um, in Delaware. She actually won with 70% of the vote. So it's Amazing. A, that's, a, that's like a huge win. Um, yeah. I mean, I've had the honor of working with Sarah McBride when I worked with the Human Rights Campaign. She's a wonderful woman um i heard her speak that night and she was amazing yeah she's amazing mm-hmm. um her her late husband's family works with us as a center since they live in chippewa so they're a part of our community so essentially sarah's a part of our community through them and so it was also fe- her win was felt here in the chippewa valley as well yes so. yeah and uh oklahoma had a big win as well yeah maury turner is the first black muslim non-binary uh person elected and it was in oklahoma of all states so it's a big win and that's something that we should be celebrating yeah i i just celebrate the fact that we had so much so much representation Mm -hmm. um and our united states congress has i i don't know the exact number but more women than ever and it's both parties and I think that can only help uh, the country to have more women running and and winning in our Congress. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we know that mm-hmm. <laughs> women get shit done. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we are so amazingly excited about the results. 
Um, obviously, we have two um, of our first openly gay black men, men that were elected to Congress over this. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. They're both um, from New York City. So it's Richie Torres and Mondaire Jones. Um, that's, I mean, the, I know that I believe they were the, not only the first black men, but they were both the first gay black men to both wow. be elected. And so it's super historic. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get any... Um, so, Lee Snodgrass did win her state assembly seat. She's over on the east side of the state. She will be an openly bisexual representative. Um, she's great. Um, Jessica Ketzenmeyer that we talked about last month, she did unfortunately lose her race. Um, but I know that that's not, like, the end of her. Like, right, for right. her, like, we will be seeing her again. Um, so, yeah, we did have some. And just over the border, Angie Craig mm-hmm. won a Congress seat again. Um openly lesbian um and mother she's a mother of two i think Mm -hmm. uh and so and um we have tammy baldwin here i mean like we'll never like tammy baldwin will forever be here she didn't run an election but she's always a winner so (laughs) yeah (laughs) my job we're actually doing a fundraiser with her as our keynote speaker next week so i'm excited to be able to listen to her speak again uh but but you know what i'm most excited about that we don't have to see any more ads Yes, uh, it was really weird to, like, not have any political ads be playing. I know that's probably not the same, like, just to think about how much money is probably streaming into Georgia. Right, Because right. of the runoff. <laughs> I feel really bad for the people of Georgia that just want to enjoy Hulu and, <laughs> and I mean, cable TV. Yeah. I mean, um, I, mean, I mean, some of them you couldn't skip through either mm-hmm. when you watch them. You're like, oh, my gosh, I, I can't watch anymore. I know, but I mean, <laughs> I, but I think that this actually... Totally prove that spending large sums of money in advertising and sometimes it just doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that the amount of money spent in advertising in Wisconsin didn't really do any changing. So no. um, it's really about voter engagement, voter contact, and storytelling. And I think that's really what won the hearts for a lot of people, especially with the LGBTQ win, is that they were seen as humans and leaders so exactly now we're on to the most wonderful time of the year and i'm not talking about halloween which is my favorite time halloween's of the year. my favorite holiday but, too but christmas uh, is really low on the list actually it's favorite holiday yeah yeah but um you know it's the holiday season um brianna and i thought we'd talk about our you know favorite holiday memories um I, I remember my favorite gift I ever got and my mother almost shot me because I wanted a Death Star from Star Wars when I was 10 years old. I wanted it, it was big. Well, she kept saying, no, no, you're not getting it. So my friend gave me one two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> and it was used and I set it up and played with it. Well, don't you know Santa brought me one? Oh no! <laughs> my, my mother just about killed me. Oh my gosh. Year. I like. But it was still. Yeah. Yeah. I tried really hard to think about like a Christmas memory that I have, like present wise. And I, I'm like, I don't actually remember any of the presents I got when I was a child. Oh, really? Um, like, I can't think of any that like were really super special to me, but I'm not a super like. I'm not gonna say I'm not super materialistic, but like material objects aren't like my thing. I like to go do things, experience things. Um, so like I even now like for Christmas like I ask people for money because I'm like I don't need tangible objects. But I think that the biggest memory around the holidays is that 
every year we would go to my mother's father's house, my grandpa's house, every Christmas Eve for a big Christmas dinner. Um, and then we would drive home and I used to always look at the sky thinking I'd find Santa. Yeah. But um, we don't do that anymore uh, just because of we were all growing up some timing issues, but also because um, my grandpa getting old and also racist, so we don't really participate with him anymore. Uh, no, no. But uh, that was just a fan, like a decision that I made. My mom listens to this podcast, but like this isn't news to her either. <laughs> but yeah, I think those are my greatest memories. And now that I have kids, like I always think I'm like trying to get them into a group of making a Christmas memory that they would keep remembering. It just happening yet and I think it's not gonna happen this year because we have COVID so right. I mean but see I think for me it was always the, I mean it was being with the family but it was always the presents because that was the big thing for me as a kid and I'm still my fat ass was about food oh well that's you Thanksgiving <laughs> that's Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah now we're talking different there <laughs> yeah. but um no and and you were talking about um, a, a memory one thing I'll, I'll never forget when I brought Tim home for our first Christmas together, um, and we always had a big family thing at my parents' house. Um, usually 30, 40 people would come. Um, the one thing that I will never forget is that we used Chinette. Oh. Um, because who wants to spend Christmas night washing dishes? It used to drive me nuts is when so, like we'd eat it. And then, like, all the adults, they yeah. had to clean and do dishes and all that stuff before presents and, like, before hanging right. out and doing all the games. We do we do a lot of family games. Um, and that used to drive me nuts. Well, well, Tim still makes fun of me because every year I say, we have to get Chinette for Christmas dinner. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I was like, it's a tradition. And another thing I brought to Tim and my's Christmas together, um, Christmas Eve, we make a homemade pizza. Oh. And this happened accidentally one year, and I don't remember the year it was. We were starving on Christmas Eve, and my mom went to a local convenience store, and that's all they had. So we made pizza, and we started making pizza every Christmas Eve, um, just from that's then a, on. That's awesome. And it's a kind of a, a just a tradition that I've kept going just because it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's different. Um, you know, and who can say that they make their own Chef Boyardee pizza. Right. You know. No. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's really sweet, and I think that's really cool. So it is a fun. It time. is fun. And, and I do like Christmas. I just get tired of the commercialism of it. Yes, and I'm just, like, not, I'm not into, like, cold weather. Oh. So I think, like, like the romanticizing of, like, a, a white Christmas and snow literally makes me barf. You so. live in the wrong state. I do live in the wrong state. People have told me that. I actually have, um, <laughs> I can't think of the word of it, but it's the fear of snow. I actually have a legit phobia of snow. Do you really? Yeah, I, like, um, <laughs> if, before, if I know a snowstorm's coming, like, I won't sleep the night before. I will puke. I will shake. I can't drive in snow. Uh, yeah, I actually have a complete fear of snow. Which is good that I work remotely, so I don't have to leave that. Yeah. See, now I'm totally opposite. I don't necessarily like driving in it, but when a snowstorm comes, I am like a kid on Christmas, literally. No, I, I love I get to sit sick. there and watch it and have it come down. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's snowing! Yeah, it makes uh, me actually sick when it snows. I so. love it. 
All right, well, um, we are gonna go in to a really fun Golden Girls episode. An iconic one. It's very iconic. We'll let you listen to it and then we will chat about it. back home. It took me nearly a week to whittle it. <laughs> oh, Rose. Do you like it? Like it? Oh, honey, I love it. Oh, who wouldn't love a wooden brooch in the shape of a turkey's head? <laughs> oh, no, that's a maple syrup spigot. You know what she took back? A set of pearl earrings. The ones I fell in love with at Jordan Marsh? Yep. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Who cares? Rose, I love it. No, this will come in a lot handier than those pearl earrings. The next time I'm lost in the woods with a stack of pancakes. Girls, I want to give y'all my gift next, okay? I just thought this was such a cute idea. I made the same one for each of you. Here. Sophia. The man of Blanche's boudoir. <laughs> It's a calendar. Each month has the picture of a man who's brought some special joy into my life. Oh, Blanche. Oh, honey, this is so thoughtful. Whoa! September. Yep. I'm surprised you were able to walk in October. I want to know is how do I get a calendar of Blanche, the, the men of Blanche's boudoir? Because I want one. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see what September looked like. I know. <laughs> and, and you know, I don't know why Dorothy thought it was odd that she wouldn't be stuck in the middle of, in the woods with a stack of pancake. Because isn't that what everyone does? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, though, because I've been watching Golden Girls since a very young age, and I know that, like, it's kind of a revived, like, cult classic these days, but, I mean, like, I really did watch it mm -hmm. on Nick at Night and stuff, like, when I was five years old growing up, so, like, I actually did, and I never understood the, the walk joke <laughs> until I was much older and, like, revisited that episode, and I'm like... I know what they're talking. Like, and it, like, totally went right over my head as a kid. It totally went over my head that they were even looking at new men, like, right over my head. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's something that we should... It's, it's, it's one of the iconic Christmas... Mm -hmm. Well, episodes ever, but the fact that it's a Christmas episode makes this even better. It's one of their best episodes. It, um, it is. I mean, not only just because it's funny, but... Right. Like it was, and it was that's nice. the one that uh, Stan is... Homeless. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a, that is a really good episode. It, it's fun, um, but still, I think people who are listening who who hold the rights to the Golden Girls make a calendar of the Man of Blanche's boudoir. I can guarantee you, 
every gay man in America will buy one. Yes. Yes, it'll be a hot seller. It will be a hot seller. All right, well, on with our show. Ho, ho, ho. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Well, almost. But we want to help you celebrate the holidays Queer in the Valley style with our new Spotify playlist, Merry Queermas. You're going to find traditional holiday songs and new favorites from Mariah Carey, Madonna, Cher, Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, Elton John, and many, many more. So have a happy holiday season, and we hope to make it a little bit more gay. Oh, you know, speaking of Blanche's boudoir, you know what I want for Christmas this year? What? Andrew Worthman. <laughs> mm. um, I'm so mad that I missed seeing him when he was here. Oh. I know. Maybe, like, I can still, I'll work something out and, and we'll get you a good gift. Maybe I'll do an Andrew Worthman calendar. Ooh. All the different plaid shirts he wears. And white and his white shirts and jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I will. It. I'll just yeah. like scroll uh-huh. through his Facebook and like how he wears the same outfit in every picture. And just sometimes he puts a suit coat over his white t-shirt. Andrew's boudoir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I really wish Kate was here right now listening to this. Um. <laughs> so so is there anything you want for this Christmas? This um. Gosh, what do I want? I mean, like I said, I'm not really a big material person, but I would really like some new, like, pots and pans. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> my non- that is such a mom thing. <laughs> my non-stick is not non-stick anymore, um, which is really tough. But otherwise, I would also like um, a house cleaner would be really cool for well, me to come deep clean my house. I yeah, love that. That would be awesome. I yeah. agree with that. My mom got one one year. For Christmas, and she loves it. She she still uses uh, a housekeeping service now. Yeah, we I got think... her one just one time, and now she uses it. It's yeah. Yeah, I think I would love it. I mean, I'm sure my husband would hate having somebody in the house cleaning, but why? My husband just hates people. I think <laughs> he like doesn't like people in our house. It's like a really <laughs> weird thing. But I mean, I would if I could afford it. I'd only pay for a housekeeper like every week. I hate cleaning. Well, I told you I'm kind of materialistic, so I have a bunch of stuff. If you want, my Amazon list is on, so there's all kinds of things on there. I have an Amazon list too. Do you know what's on it? Uh-uh. A pot of beans. Oh my god. And a blender. Ugh. Oh no. Lord. My, I mean, like, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. My husband's like six pages worth of like gifts, and then my two yeah. blender and pots of pans. Probably the the biggest thing I want, which I probably won't get until after Christmas, is the new iPhone 12. Oh, yeah. I would like that. But, um, you know, just I like video games, um, you know, some movies mm-hmm. that, that those type of things are usually books are, are on my list. Um, of course, clothes, but I still have that aversion to getting clothes for Christmas from being a kid because that was always the thing I hated getting. <laughs> and, and even though now I want them, I still don't like to get them as a gift. Like you want to like get them, <laughs> but like that not be your main yeah, gift. Yeah, that's not my gift. Yeah. <laughs> no, who want, I don't want socks and underwear from anyone unless they're worn by a specific person. <laughs> then different. Yeah. But if not, then no, I don't really want them. <laughs> And most of all, I I'd honestly would just like 
COVID to get over. Yes. So I, that we can get back to somewhat normal. I mean, I, yeah, I think that's, I was thinking of that as an answer is I would really just like to like move past this pandemic. Yeah. Um, of course, we can't do that because people aren't complying. And, and Wisconsin's horrible Wisconsin's right now. horrible right now. We, um, we just canceled all of our Thanksgiving stuff. Mm-hmm. So my husband's going to be away hunting and I'm going to be in a home with two children when I should be stuffing my face full of food that I did not cook. Um, so I'm a little bit bitter. So I'm blaming mm. COVID. I'm blaming a lot of people in the state of Wisconsin. And I'm, cause I mean, we're trying to do our part here. Um, I am wondering though, how is Santa going to come into the houses this year? He's going to have to be, you know, like all sanitized and Mm-hmm. It's going to be different for him. He's going to have to take care of himself this year. Yeah. That that reminds me. I should probably have a discussion because I don't know if we're doing Santa with our kids or not. We've never had... Because they're finally... I mean, my daughter's finally <laughs> to the age where she would probably understand because she's four. But my kids didn't understand Santa. My daughter's developmentally delayed. She may still not understand Santa. So I'm like, is there any point in doing Santa? Yes. <laughs> it's the best... One of the best parts of Christmas. Like... <laughs> <laughs> my kids are gonna be naughty either way like so well okay i'm still naughty but i still want I santa know. to come i know but like i don't know but i think that's a discussion though that's how, a good how, discussion how is santa coming this year because i think that's going to be a tough thing to tell children um you know normally just comes, i mean he wears gloves so that's a good thing yeah but he's gonna have to wear a mask yeah a hazmat suit a hazmat maybe this is maybe. we're missing a good opportunity for marketing here you're right exactly COVID santa. well santa please be safe and don't forget to come to uh wisconsin street um you know yeah because you know i got stuff i need um <laughs> but now i've got an announcement i have to make and brianna don't cry um, I am leaving. This is my last episode of Queer in the Valley. Um, I have taken a position in Sioux City, Iowa to be an executive. Well, it's kind of a director. because It's the director of tourism uh, for the Sioux City Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. So it's a great opportunity for me. That's what I did to get to Eau Claire was um, working tourism. And, um, you know, things happen that you're not there anymore. Uh, this is my big chance to be a, an actual director and to, um, to go and make a difference. Once, once the world comes back, tourism will come back. And I think that's what they are looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am going to miss Eau Claire. I'm not going to miss Brianna. But I'm going to miss everything else about Eau Claire. He will be missing me. Um, I, I, I Ron doesn't want to admit how close we have grown. But I actually we have. really will miss you. <laughs> I will miss you too. But I think that um, it's a really, I think that, I mean, I'm going to miss you and I'm really sad that we're leaving. But I think that this is an opportunity that so many people, like you you can't just say like, no, I want a life here in Eau Claire. Like you have to Well, go. I really do would like a life here I know, but I, like, I really would. But you know, you have to go sometimes where the opportunity is. Yeah. We don't have children. You know, we really can go wherever we want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tougher here because we've made so many good friends here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've already reached out to the Siouxland, is what they call the Siouxland LGBT Center. Perfect. So uh, I'm hoping to get involved. 
Um, gotta look for the theater in a, companies. In a way. Huh? Gotta look for the theater companies. I gotta look. I've already looked for a few. <laughs> they actually have three theater companies. Oh, my gosh. So... Yeah, of course, everything's shut well, down Well, doesn't still, Sioux City fall between three states? It is. It's so, like um, one in each state. Well, Sioux City itself is Iowa, but then there's North Sioux City, South Dakota, South Sioux City, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. So there is a, a big area that um, will be over. So if yeah. you get the chance, come visit Siouxland. I actually do because that's where um, my grandmother <laughs> is and my grandmother's family lives in Nebraska. So we oftentimes, especially when we have to pick <laughs> up grandma, we meet in Sioux City. Great. So I actually probably will visit. Um, but I think when we talk about the future of this podcast, yes. um, it's important to know that the podcast, Queer in the Valley, is not ending. We're just transitioning to different co-hosts. So I will still be the co-host, but you will be joined as well with um, two, two guests that we had prior, and that is Benny Nyland is his performance name. Um, so it's just Danny Downing and Benny Struelli. They will be my new co-hosts. They are going to be amazing. We loved them when they were hosts. Yeah, guests yeah, the they're guests. Like, and I mean oh. that that was a really like that was a hit of an episode too. It so was I'm one really of our excited. highest highest listened to episodes. Yeah, and I so. think I think it's gonna be awesome to be able to just like hear about their experiences in the Chippewa Valley. Um, because I know, I mean, obviously Benny is a trans man. Danny mm -hmm. is non-binary. Um, so. And I, and I made sure I asked them to make sure they're going to keep doing the Golden Girls Minute, and they are. Yes, we will. Thankfully, we all know Golden Girls, so it, like, it worked <laughs> out so we don't have like that Tyler situation where he's never right. seen an episode. Which I still can't believe. Yeah. Never. Hopefully, he's watched them since. Hopefully. We should check up on him I will. and see if he has. I will. Um, yeah. But that's also not the end of us. No. We uh, have been... When, when I discovered I was leaving, um, I actually had an idea for a podcast that we were going to do anyway. But uh, now it'll be easier. We're going to call it Queer for the Ages, um, since I'm young and Brianna's old. Um, <laughs> hush. We're going to uh, have a podcast that we can talk about just kind of like things from our generations. Mm -hmm. So, which we do often. And oftentimes Brianna looks at me like, what are you talking about? And then I'll look at her like, I have no clue who that is. Yeah. So this could be something that's fun, different, um, and and it can be wherever we are. So we'll just do a Zoom call and record yeah. it. And um, and we, we've kind of talked about how we're going to do kind of like a Golden Girls Minute. Um, where we're going to use all the different shows, movies, things that are out there. Um, and we can talk about like Designing Women has some amazing gay storylines. And then of course Will and Grace... Uh, there, there's so many that that we can do. So we thought we're we'll have a different way of of having a show. It's still going to be part of the Queer in the Valley podcast universe. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just um, going to be a little bit different. And we're not sure when it's starting. Sometime in the spring. Yeah, we want to give um, Ron time to obviously get settled and to get settled and yeah. and get in. And we might even make it a dual C um, or dual uh, LGBTQ center podcast yeah. it's very possible uh you know again i don't know i'm not on the board there so <laughs> i'm talking like i'm going there to write yeah no like, i'm not bust, bust the door down <laughs> they actually have a very robust the LGBTQ. boys are back in town let's go um one thing i did find out about sioux city is they are the most lgbtq friendly city in iowa 
which is is kind of awesome, but also it's not the biggest city. Mm -hmm. So the fact that it is the most diverse city is is pretty amazing. Yeah. You know, it's almost similar to Eau Claire in size. I think it's a little bit bigger, but it's not that much different. And okay. that's part of the reason what attracted me to it. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm excited. I'm sad. I'm sad I'm going to be leaving Brianna. Um, you know, in fact, yeah. just talking, I have a little bit of teary. <laughs> I know. I don't. No. I know. Yes, yeah, she does. I'll cry. I'll, like, I'll probably like cry next time when I'm trying to record this. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? There might be guest pop-ups. Yeah. Know, who knows? Maybe I'll pop in for a Golden Girls Minute. Yeah. You never know. You, you never know when that'll happen. Yeah. But in the meantime, keep listening. Please wear a mask. Yes. Stay safe. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Happy holidays. Hanukkah, thank Christmas, God. Kwanzaa. 2021 will be here soon. Thank God we've all gotten through it. And hopefully that brings, <laughs> a, a, hopefully 2021 brings no pandemic, a vaccine. Yes. And life back to normal, hopefully at least for the second half of the year. But until then, please do stay safe. We want you around. Uh, and we want you to, to continue especially with the the group that we have here you're gonna love benny and danny they're they're not quite as fabulous as me but you know who is no oh, they might contest to that all right well well we'll see you around bye bye